We lift our hands in the sanctuary. We lift our hands to give you the glory. We lift our hands in the sanctuary. My mind is compensated with murders premeditated today. Going solo from society, segregation engaged at an early age with a slit and a 12 gauge. And I got a voice before I got me life, life, a duff. Yeah, my horse is giddy up. I'm just exploring the city. Don't take it personal. I'm just ignoring these niggas. Got a couple rolled up. And I'm sipping some seagulls, going fishing. Yo, 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 yo. It's JP on the FWN podcast. This is Diary of the Strong Black People. Chilling here with Lil' Cuz once again. What's good? What's good? What's going on with you, Lil' Cuz, man? You know, shoot, we ain't been in the gym in a while now. He's been trying to get his voice back. So, you know, yeah, I had just, but we gotta get, we gotta put the work in. So, you know, before all that happened, I let a couple people here, you know what I'm saying, what we did. And they were like, hey, score that young fella got going on. Trying to hear what he got going on, so. Hey, I'm giving the people what they want. Let's go. So, you know, so we was discussing about um, kids that we have in our black community, you know, as a whole in our culture. And um, I got a couple ones I want to touch on, you know, um, but I want to hear your take first on what you think, you know, when you hear that and the, the fears of our culture and our, our community, what are some things that you, that you hear or you see? Um, some of the things I hear or I see are the fear of uh, change. You're scared to change. Fear to take that, that leap on your, that leap on yourself, that, you know, that, that, that jump to the next level. It's, um, you always feel like something holding you down, you know? And, and it's crazy that you say the, uh, the fear of change. Uh, because that is one of the three that we're going to talk about, you know, with change, fear of change, fear of loss, and fear of failure. You know, what you're saying about the change situation is, you know, a lot of us in our community are definitely just safe. And, you know, we are a creature of habit. So we're so used to doing something a certain way and mastered it and also just got so used to it sometimes. And when it's not a hindrance, you know, sometimes we just feel that there's no reason to change. You can take a jump and take a risk, but do you really need to? Because are you really losing what you got right now to take the chance? Like, I mean, living pretty good. You know, so... Me personally, a creature habit, like, you know, I always want more, but just regularly in the everyday that everyday life that I do around just regularly, just waking up, going to work, doing this, doing that, step by step over and over and over again. Like, in a creature habit, if something is out of place, sometimes, boy, your day can go haywire. Like, and it's not even that big. It's just like something that really that you just so used to. If it is out of place or somewhere you're supposed to be in that time frame and you're not there at that specific time, but that can throw your mind off drastically just for people that are stuck in creature habits. So 
you know, what you got. That. So when you're making that leap, you don't have to make a, a, a big giant leap at one time. Make little small leaps, you know, build yourself up, build the courage up to make that bigger leap. Just know each leap has to get bigger or bigger because if it don't, you're just stuck in the same spot. Yeah. And, you know, you're right because there's some times I'm like, yeah, it's time to move. No. And it's, and the only time that is, man, is when it starts to get uncomfortable. When your back is against the wall. And it ain't even so much that my back is against the wall. It's when I start feeling crowded, uncomfortable. Then when I finally feel like I have outgrown, I got to really be uncomfortable and outgrow a situation. And it has to be a drastic change I can make because now I'm like, oh, I'm sick of this. I, I don't even want to, I dread coming here, dread doing this because I'm so over it. And now I'm like, yeah, that's time to change. Why does it take all that you change? Most of the time, it's the chance that I need to make it ain't really. I mean, I, I'm not afraid of success movement, jump and taking chances, but most of the time it's like my fucking car insurance going up. Like, maybe wanting you to change your car insurance, bro, like, all the time. And they got a lawyer rating. I'm like, mm. they ain't really went up on me and they ain't really pissed me off yet. So it was like, nah, I'm good. And then everybody trying to get you because they can lower your rate. But as soon as these niggas up my rate, I'm like, oh boy, y'all trying me. Nah, it's time to dip. Nah, now I'm looking about like, hey, I still, what's up? And it just has to become real uncomfortable. And it's just like, I bet. Why not already have in your mind, or oh, in my mind, I'm already knowing they about a dollar, they trying to up the next dollar on you. Already having a plan B, just in case that fall. Just in case that go down, you got a plan B where, hey, you want to raise your rate. I got somebody else over there who want to go cheaper than what you're offering me right now. Because Why not start I, that? And, it, and it's so crazy because I don't know if anybody else feels the same way. But in my mind, I feel like I can wait till the last second and I let that ball go right before the buzzer because I know in my mind, if I got to go get it, I'm about to go get it. I'll never be like, oh man, I'm, it's a nick time. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I thought about, I gotta keep them. I do have backup plans. It's, it just depends on what it really is and what is it trivial to my life. You know what I'm saying? But in our community, with, when it comes to success, I feel like a lot of us are afraid to take the leap that way because at the end of the day, corporate living, when you are able to get that salary, and that hourly, every time you press that button, you know, hey, as long as I'm staying here until I click that button to clock out, I got some dollars coming in. And you know on your paycheck, unless, well, corporate don't never mess up your hours or check. That's just working at the warehouse, working at some, some type of job, like, oh, corporate don't never just scramble your hours. You can, like, oh, hey, y'all, y'all miss some hours on my check. You don't never hear that. You know what I'm saying? So people feel so safe with that. And even with that, you making that money, knowing who you are. You know, they not let you sit at the table. What is stopping you? Even if you sit and rub your elbows and know how they move and know how 
racist and how one side of it is. You see it firsthand. The sustain of you feeling so uncomfortable now, when we're still not making make that change and bet on yourself. Working under the white folks that long and knowing that that type of success you can touch, you see how more successful they are. You should see that and still be able to look at the eye and say, man, they treat us so wrong. But to be able to know, but I know the same thing y'all know. Y'all may try to keep me down to where y'all don't tell me everything, but to go back and help my people to start a firm or start another thing, I know enough for a small thing to get it kicked off before it becomes big. Whether or not we get the money to their loans like they do in the back end that they do to stop multi-million dollar businesses off the jump, we should have enough confidence to make that change in that leap, even with a small business, knowing that we help each other and our own people and we just build it from the ground up like that with each other. We don't have, we're so worried about having that big payday to start a million dollar corporation, but it don't take that. All we take a small bit for our people take that seed and make it grow with each other, you know? And that goes into the next one where the fear of loss, you know? Now you feeling of knowing that you're safe in a certain area, you know, and it's cool with you and you're, you're comfortable. You're still feeling like, you know, you know it's X amount of money it takes to jump out there. People want in their minds hoping success comes too fast. They don't think of they're not, they know that you're gonna take a loss. You're gonna take a loss. There's no way in the world that you can keep undefeated life, just anything business, undefeated is this far fetched. They know that loss is coming. You just don't know how much the loss is. So they'll go into the culture difference. Okay. The Europeans, they, they, they prep. They prep for it. They know a loss coming. They know how to bounce back for the loss. They know how to plan for the loss. Like you said, more of us were so last minute. And that go back to when you, when we were talking last week about what we see on TV or the internet. They always show us last minute getting it together. And that's not us. We can prep too. We can prep plan for the loss and be able to bounce back from the loss. The reason why black folks don't do it and it's hurtful because the thing about it, we've been held down for so long to where mental mind that they were able to hold us down mentally for 500 years. So even with that, bro, they are cool with playing the long game because they know they got generational wealth. They're cool with saying, I know my great, 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 great grandchildren for my diligent patience in holding these niggas down for so long. They will benefit for this. They will benefit. But on our end, none of our generations ever had anything. So the thought and then the life expectancy, the only reason why we're able to see so far down and down and down that generational line, whether than them being able to because we have children so early in our community. 
So we're able to see our great, great, possibly great, great, great grandma. And the thing about it is in our community, we're like, even if we're able to see that down the line, I want to be able to flourish and enjoy because I ain't never had nothing for me to build something for somebody, a generation I ain't going to know, see, or damn near remember, I deserve it right now. So that is a very selfish mentality that we've had as a culture, but that is just how it feels because when we get something, we want to hold on to it so much. And if you lose it in our community, the mindset is if I lose it, how fast can I get it back? And if I lose it, boy, what if I never get it back? And you brought up generational wealth. And like I told you last time, generational wealth is not just about money. It's about the knowledge that I can pass down from generation to generation. Yeah, he can, I can teach him how to go to the market and buy this stuff, but he has to bring it back to somebody else to cook it. But if I could teach him how to cook it, he could teach his son how to cook it, his son how to cook it. So it's not just about passing down money, money, money. We need to start passing down more of our traditions, more of our morals, and more of our standards, and not leaving it up to the internet or whatever else to tell us what our morals or our standards are. Oh yeah, the internet can do that. Bro. And and we gonna play and our culture play right into it, bro. Because now we've started now. Our culture used to be just entertainment to the Europeans. Man, they not switched it up and, and flipped the script on us bad, bro, to where it's like they are paying our own to entertain us. And we know how funny and how entertaining we are because we still want to self-consciously fuck with our culture because we like, bro, I know you got talent. That's my own boy, but you funny. Hey, guys, come fuck my own boy. And now we're with us and we're the way that we're supporting it, what they're getting us to support each other for is sitting our asses down and looking at a computer screen or a telephone and watching a video. And we're not being active supporting our, our community. We're not supporting the local grocery store, we're not uh, supporting the local gas station, you know, or the the, the lady that got her uh, selling soul food, you know what I'm saying? We're not supporting that, but we're sitting our behinds down and letting them keep us in the house and, and watching something being mind games and being entertained by our own coach. Let go back to when you say feel failure. If I don't entertain, if I don't entertain these people how these people are paying me to entertain them, then if I, if I branch out on my own and decide to entertain them in a different way, in some way that'll help them also, they may cut my funds short. Okay, now what you're talking about now is you're expecting the Hollywood money. You're expecting the elite money. So when you're saying they're cutting your funds short, oh, you're making a couple. Oh. Oh, they not they not really paid your nigga ass to uh to down your people. They not really because no matter what, bro, like you worried about, oh yeah, you not took a major loss. You not took a major loss. But the thing about it is the same way that we run into this platform right here, when you say we find something 
to help I motivate them. Okay, you go away from the visual podcast or the visual motivation speaking or the visual whatever, whatever, and you get down to the audio. Now they can take you everywhere you go. You can keep motivating them as they take every step because you do not ever have to take them AirPods out your ear. Ever. You can start playing it in your car, back to your AirPods as you walk into wherever you go. To the time that it's time to start doing what you're doing. And you start from bed, you go into the gym. Maybe you ain't never got to take it out your ear. You know what I'm saying? So, Audio, bro, you can motivate our culture with this so powerful. This is not Hollywood money here. This right here, this will make the money in your dollar by how your people support you. Because why? Our people have to learn when somebody, we're talking to each other, we got to start using our imagination. Building pictures. And knowing, foreseeing where we're going, what we have to do to start getting to where we need to get to. As we're moving forward to where we're going to, you hear somebody motivating you in your ear to keep it pushing, even when you're about to say, nah, I'm going to turn back around. As you keep listening to that person in your ear, it's making you take every step forward, every step forward. That's the reason. So this is what we are going to have our culture have to stand behind because this is what we need. We need to cheer each other on and be in that person's ear saying, oh, you can do it. Whether they're riding up being goofy all the time on the YouTube channel just to make somebody laugh. It's levels to comedian and, 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 and social, social media comedian and comedy, bro. It's, it's okay for us, but why can't you just leave it so much in the club? Make us come pay to watch. Now we're coming to watch you because we have free time to spend our money on. If you're only performing there, bro, we're not going to pay our money to spend to come watch you when it's working hours. Because why? We got to go get our money. But if you performing on the weekend, on a Saturday, Sunday night, bro, we coming to pay. But they got these visuals on here, bro, that throws you off every single day wanting to be more successful because now you're still sitting on your ass looking at that same TV screen before you know it, but you're not going to watch it for five hours. It ain't accomplished nothing. But you laughed your ass off for five hours. That nigga had you cracking. Spleen. I'm talking about Whole inside about to pop out because you laughing so hard. What did you get accomplished during that day, bro? Just looking at another nigga entertaining. And what you going to failure, bro, is like, man, people saying that we're going to go in here, man, and you're going to hit rock bottom. Like, nobody should ever have that mindset of a fear of failure of saying I'm going to just fall flat on my face. Now, one thing about white people that's so crazy, they have built many empires, many corporations. But boy, they have made bankruptcy sound to the black community. 
Like, boy, that is AIDS, HIV, and you can never get rid of it. They have made us think that if we file bankruptcy, we have failed and we have hit rock bottom. And man, how did we get here? But it's 13 chapters, boy, and every European not here in this world, boy, and I used up all the way to eat. But they'll make that black man feel like because he filed one chapter, man. Boy, you the scum of the earth, man. You need to go back to your, your cave, go back to your hole. He need to think about that because you should know how to manage your money and make better buying decisions. Obviously, you're not ready. And you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, the thing about it is, that's the issue, you know. And so uh, I got my daddy with me here tonight. And so uh, something he always taught me, and he, he he's here, he can help elaborate on it. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. So if I go out there and I fail, and I file this bankruptcy, and they tell me, "Oh, you the scum of the earth," but because I stand on my beliefs and my and my morals and everything I I want to achieve, I know that I may take this loss one time. I may take this loss a couple times, but it's about how many times I get back up and I keep going forward. Trump had what one or two bankruptcies. Man, I, my <laughs> no, man, you know nobody man. nobody talks about that. Yeah, more than that. But uh, you know, I got like I said, I got my dad here with me tonight, and uh, he can feel you in on uh, his opinions of it. Well, the way I feel is, um, as a people, we have been oppressed for so long. And the state of oppression goes a whole lot deeper than just the word. Um, it's a term I would use is, um, as a people, we have become self-cannibalistic, meaning we have been not only oppressed, but we've been taught the oppressive nature, for an example. Um, as a people, as a black, as a black man, we want more. We want things, but we've been conditioned for so long on how to make a profit. So now we have become self-cannibalistic to ask, for example, let's use another race, um, where we're, um, following their lead as as being self-cannibalistic, meaning let's just cut the bull and go straight to it. You know, white people have been profiting off of us for the longest. Two, white people have been profiting off of misery, off of our misery for the longest. But that gets me to the point of the word self-cannibalistic now we have become people that we have started to cannibalize our own self. You know, no matter what the cause is, uh, as a race, as a black man, as, as black people, we're the strongest that God has made. 
because we will stand up for a cause. And we will die for a cause. If you don't believe me, just look at our history as far as just trying to be free. You know, trying to be free. Let's go deeper than trying to be free. Just trying to be labeled as a regular person where, you know, it's known that our um, United States Constitution calls us a fraction of a human being. Now, with that in mind, how in the world could we allow ourselves to fall back into those same footsteps? We become cannibals. You know, um, we profit off of our own misery. Now I'm going to go deep with this. When there's a, a, a cause, a just cause, you know, everybody jumps on board. Let's use, um, no disrespect, let's use George Floyd. You know, when a perfect man, you know, he had issues just like everybody else had issues. Uh, did he deserve to lose his life? The way he did, no, he did. But the most, the thing I find most disgusting about that, not how the white folks treated it or downplayed it, you know, we shouldn't be upset about that. We should respect that. That's what they do. That's what's been going on for years. But how do we act in return? You know, when it's something hot, everybody's on board. But you know, when the fire goes down, that doesn't mean that it's still not there. It's just like uh, using your grill with charcoal. You know, you don't put your meat on the grill until the charcoals turn white, till they cook down. But just because you don't see the flame, that doesn't mean that the flame is not there. You know, this. so what I'm saying about the self-cannibalistic part, the self-cannibalistic part is now we are starting to profit, you know, I had, God gave me a vision and I had some shirts made and, you know, my, my vision for those shirts was for every household, starting with every black household. I want to go beyond black. I want every household to have one of these t-shirts. T-shirt said, America, can you spare some change? Because change is what we need, you know, uh, it cost me a lot of money to have these shirts made. Another black person made shirts for me, and I appreciate that. But, you know, I got taxed. My mission for these shirts was just to give them away. I couldn't, with a clear conscience, I could not sell them for the price that I paid for them because now that refers the message that I'm trying to send. So what I'm getting at by the self-cannibalistic part is now we have turned to a, people that will profit off our own misery, you know? How many times have you went somewhere after a tragedy done happened? It's all kind of memorabilia out of being sold. T-shirts, hats, this, that, and the other. Everybody trying to make a, a nickel and forget about the true meaning. Forget about the cause. So now we have fell into the same footsteps, the same trap, you know, that they do to us. Basically, we dig a hole, we get some sticks and some leaves and cover it up, but we forget where we dug that hole. So now we walk and we fall right into the own, our own traps. So 
I was listening to you saying about just the George Floyd thing first about when you said the singing part of because we should expect that and the crazy thing about it is they expected us the narrative was we were going to riot, burn, do all kind of vandalize everything. But even with the sight of knowing how disgusting and how blatant that murder was and how it was definitely, you know what I'm saying, race baited, bro, we still not only after that just asked them, bro, just stop. We don't even go and riot and storm like we're supposed to. We still ask for the bare minimum just to stop. That's all we asked was just to stop. We can definitely be asking for more or definitely forcing more, but y'all won't even take that. Y'all won't even take us just saying, Bro, all we ask y'all, we will let y'all walk free if you just leave us alone and just let us just live. We got to ask to just live, not to survive no more, but we have to ask to wake up the next morning, not to wake up and try to figure out how I'm going to pay these bills and how I'm going to go out here and make a living for my family. We have to worry about asking, hey, please, can you spare my life today, son? Do you mind, son? Just one more last day, if you don't mind, if you don't find it not robbery, that I should be able to go these whole 24 hours and live the best way I can. Boy, how despicable and how much privilege do you have to have and confidence in your privilege to blatantly do that to a culture and how emotionally and mentally damaged we got to be as a culture to still allow it. You know, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. The stuff that we have endured, the stuff that we continue to endure. My son, I, I can remember trying to teach my son how to drive. And he learned to drive real quick and he got that. But part of the lesson wasn't just the, the basics to driving. Part of the lesson was to teach him this is what you got to do when you pulled over to ensure that he can get home. You know, I'd much rather be Whatever the circumstances is, you know, I'd rather be going downtown to the jail trying to get him out than going to the funeral home to make arrangements. So, you know, it's crazy that that's what we have to do to just to ensure. And, and that doesn't even ensure that your child will make it home. That's a precautionary step that as a people we have to take. And should we? Have to do that? No, we shouldn't have to do that. All we all we've ever wanted was to be equal. Wanted our fair share. But you know, 
Now we are in survival mode. Desperate times call for desperate measures. And it's a desperate time. It's a desperate measure. So we got to continue to stand up and teach and tell our children not only the right way to go, because, you know, we all got to do what's right. But, you know, being right and being dead, you know, it depends on the cause. Now maybe you become a martyr. But, but, but you know, it's real, and, and we can't we can't sugarfoot, we can't dance around. What's real? We got to continue to teach our kids this until there is a change. Will that change come in my lifetime? I pray to God that it will. But if it doesn't, long as it comes, then my life, my work, my service is not in vain. Come on, son. And to tie it all up, how you said we're the only culture that has to ask, can we can we get another 24 hours? That's another fear of ignorance. And by ignorance, I mean us not knowing who we are, we're lost. Us not knowing who we are to say, hey, you can't treat me like this. We're equal, if not better than you. Us not knowing our identity, and that tied back in to it with you, we, and that we still have to you teach you teach certain ways to survive how to how to get make it home if you pull it over because we still don't know who we are. We don't know that they can't talk to us like that. They can't treat us like that. Once we discover who we are and, and how powerful we are, they'll back up. They they they're scared of us to have that 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 power and and that knowledge of knowing where we come from, where we rooted from. They try to tell us all the time where we come from, how, how we were made, how we post that. But if we actually discover where we come from, how, we, how we're supposed to carry ourselves, that's their greatest fear. Because then they have no choice but to get out of the way. Man, let me throw something at you. Let me give you a prime example. And you don't see this much on TV no more, but if you think that, you'll remember seeing this. Okay, like when there's a, a zoo or a circus, if you, I want you to picture this, if you've ever seen it, you see a big old elephant and he might have a chain or a rope around his neck, tie around his neck to a stake in the ground. And have you ever wondered, this, this elephant is a couple of tons and only thing that's keeping him steady is a, a rope a chain and a stake in the ground, don't you think this elephant can just move and pull that up? Sure he can. But you know what? From a little baby elephant, when that chain was too heavy for him, when he tried to move, he couldn't move. That was sufficient to keep him in place. So now he's been trained. So now he grows up remembering the lessons that he learned as a young one. Well, you know, when I was young, no matter how, how much I struggled, how much I tried to get free, I couldn't get free. I couldn't get free. This had me bound. So now as an adult, his mindset is still back to the lesson that he learned that this was sufficient to hold me in place. So now it continues to hold him in place, you know, and it's all in his mind. He has the power. He, has, he, he only takes a fraction of his power. To, to, to pull the stake up, but he's been conditioned. So I'm getting at that. We've been conditioned 
to, to believe things for years and for years and for years. So now that we believe these things, they become true. They become fact. They become our reality. And, and you know, that's, it's, it's self-inflicted. After a certain point, it becomes self-inflicted because, you know, my dad used to always tell me this as a grown man, not just as a child. As a grown man, my dad used to always say, boy, when you know better, you're supposed to do better. So, you know, it for our change to, to, to manifest, uh, first, we got to know better. The Bible tells us that we, the people perish for lack of knowledge. For Because the word ignorant, the word ignorant is not a bad word. Ignorant, to be ignorant is not, is not bad. Ignorant simply means you don't know no better. The problem is willful ignorance. Some people refuse to, to know any better. Now, we are in a generation that's kind of lost because, you know, um, parents are so young. Uh, I've never seen so many grandparents that's in their late 30s, early 40s. You know, so now uh, we have a generation of ignorant children because no one has taken the time to teach them. And you know, no matter what this situation is, if you don't take the time to teach your kid, to teach that young one in your neighborhood what's right and what's wrong, or the way to go, they will learn from somewhere. That's the problem. Uh, the somewhere. So let me get. A, let me ask you a question. Uh, to piggyback on that example. So what happens when you do have that one elephant that knows? Hey, I can break this. I can snap this. I don't. I don't need this. And hold on. So so now that this elephant decides to break this and snap this, what they decide to do? Let's hit them with tranquilizer and put them down. Now so, this elephant is so, violent. This so, elephant is, 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 is unruly. This so, elephant is a rebel because he's supposed to know better. But because he had, he's decided to break the chain, he, he decided <laughs> to break the chain, now it causes a problem. This could be, this elephant right here, just because he's free, don't mean that he's going to run and trample everything. You know, this, this elephant could be docile. He's, he's colossal, but he could be docile. You know, using the cartoon, this elephant could be just like Dumbo, just waiting for somebody to show him some love. But because he done broke loose from the normal, what society has called the normal, what, what's normal in the circus and zoo for this for this animal to be chained up, because he is free, uh, now that causes a problem. That causes okay. discomfort within the So, two-parter to that. Now, now you answer that. So they decide to tranquilize them. What about if that elephant, and we're going to stop using that example, they they knock the black man off, okay? They knock Martin Luther King off, this man who come through and, and motivate so many of us, give us the strength to do a lot of things that we're not comfortable with. Now that they not, now that they hit him with the tranquilizer and put him down because he's stepping out of the norm, he knows better. Malcolm knew better. They all knew better. But they decided to step out anyway. What does that what does that lead us to pick up the pieces? How do we move forward knowing that even though we don't have Malcolm or we don't have uh Mark Dr. King, and let's not disrespect him, even though we don't have Dr. King, um, how do we get the, the strength? What do we get the strength to move forward knowing that without those great motivational people in our life, how do we move forward? in the same footsteps as they were without being scared. So, check it. 
Martin and Malcolm. Malcolm is speaking the same way that we're speaking. Martin spoke so much as everybody coming together as one. He wanted to speak for the world, to the world to be equal because he felt like if I equate them coming together with us, y'all will feel like, well, I mean, I guess he want us to come too. He ain't just being selfish and just asking for his, his community. And he fell victim to that because he was begging and acting and pleading so hard. And after they were tugging and tugging and saying, no, 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 there was one white dude who tapped the other one that was in the front office and was like, hey, he may have something here. Bro, if we bring them in an equal society that takes them away from each other and that gives them the right to pick and choose to not be with each other. And if we do that, we will turn them against each other. Right now, they are fully with each other right now, marching for their rights. So if we give them that, then we are able to take that and start using them against each other. But then you go to Malcolm. Malcolm spoke the real and opened up your eyes. Malcolm told you about how the media, how those Jews will take media and make it seem like we was the problem to make us look like we was the issue. They will go out and look at these rides and say, we were the, we are going to go on the ride because you know how crazy, right? Who went and stormed the Capitol? White people. They said Trump started a, a, a inside, right? All that was for show. Just to show that, hey, we can do this if we wanted to. But if Trump really felt like they stole the election and this wasn't love and hip hop USA just for the cameras, if Trump wanted to show he wanted, he was about business with changing those votes, he wouldn't have asked his white supremacy group to go in there and attack other white people. That is not what they stood for. What he would have did, he wanted some real results, go down to the prisons and get them lifeless. Get them niggas who ready to get up out of them. And he said, hey guys, I got a job I need for y'all to do. Y'all go in there and get results. Somehow, some way we'll forget about y'all life sentences. Because one thing about some black folks, dog, they would have stormed that capital. Some white folks storm. It was like a cartoon. You see people running around tables. Niggas able to go around and leave out that dope. Boy, when them real black boys cooking that dope and they already know how they going in there. What happened is the niggas that's going to go in, they going to go in there. And what happened? They got three cent by the dope. As soon as the white crowd would have went out that goddamn dope, they would have said, whoa, 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 man, where you think you going? No, 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 no. Uh, my brother, no. He's trying to talk to you. Uh, and I think you may want to hear what you got to say. They go back in there. You put each and every one of them people on their knees. Let's just say you put 10 people on their knees. 
said, hey, we need those votes changed. Like, folks, no, 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 man. That is unethical. We will not do. I'm going to ask you one more time. Change though, because we always got to make sure that nigga ain't say what we just <laughs> So we going to say, hey, I'm going to ask you one. I'm going to tell you one more time. We need the most change. He say no. <laughs> See, white people shoot one by one and make you try to feel like they're going to make you suffer. Black people get straight to the point. I done knocked about half of your goddamn population that was in here that, that make a difference with what goes on with go and don't go on. Now you got, as that white man, you got a choice to say, oh damn, if he done put five, it's only 10 of us. I'm the fifth one at the end. He may not shoot one by one to get to me. He may shoot four and give me a third chance. But this nigga look real crazy. He may just, if I say no one more time, shoot. And what happens? Now, they know they're not doing that solely for the black community to win. Because if they felt like those black guys kicking in that door to get a result for themselves, white folks so selfish, before they let the black community win, they are off they self and let you kill them and die for what they got going on so you do not win. But if they knew it was for Trump, he'll make sure you don't get down that line and shoot him. He'll make that decision to flip the most. But check this out, though. Check this out. Now, I'm saying you're thinking, and, and, and thank God for what he's done for the people that he has put in our paths to help lead guys the way Dr. King, Malcolm X, those were anointed vessels that were being used. I don't care what religion you claim, uh, they were, because there is a God above, and they were willing, willing vessels, willing vessels. The thing about that is a dream, it's, the saying says, um, only thing come to a sleep is a dream. But because you went to sleep and you had a dream and you wake up, does that mean the dream ends? Uh, no, the dream is still there. You know, we remember some of our dreams. So you know what? The dream is still alive for us. And, and, and that's what we hold on to, the dream. Because, you know, all dreams you don't remember. But some dreams you do. Come on. So to be here by y'all, uh, they just passed federal law Juneteenth. So is that to shut us up or should we take that as a as a hush hush and be satisfied or should we carry on? Just a moral victory. That's all that is. That's that's all it is, is a moral victory. That's all that is. It, it's a moral victory. But you know, dang man, this 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 right here, man, is something where we got. Got to goddamn do again. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's always a pleasure, man. Now you got Brett Pops in the situation. Oh, you already yeah. know. Now that they done got it to a trio, boy, it's, it's about to get ugly if it ever go down like this. You know what I'm saying? So I gave the folks, man, the cuz again, man. He done even topped y'all one time and brought his daddy, bro. Like, hey, y'all say, you know, we want to see what that young guy going on, man. I say, bro, you think I, you think it's just me? I'm bringing pop. 
You know, so we gonna continue, man, bringing that in the world, baby. You know what I'm saying? We gonna keep bringing it to our people like this, man, and bringing it to y'all, to where y'all gonna hear, man, all of us, everybody that come down to the rabbit hole, man. Oh, come let us know how you feel, man, and, and the things that you see that we can improve ourselves as a as a as a culture. Because man, we all got it. We all out here awake. We are awake. We ain't oh, we are awake. Cause we still moving. So we gonna keep it pumping, man, for for our people, man, and our culture, man. And we gonna keep bringing all this heat to the diary. You know? Cause this is where we get it all out at. You know? And again, look, cuz hopefully you still got some time, man. You know, pretty soon, bring it back up again, man, so we can get to these folks again. You know, and, 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 and this is JP and Lil Cud on the L. I didn't inherit riches. No. It was more like sacred wisdom yeah. Peeping through isms and schisms Escaping out prison I'm wrong. Alignment of my optic prism Beaming I be vibing on some different rates Different shit, different dates So I celebrate so I got no fear of love So I never hate never. Oh, you wanna take my throne Or we could set a date Let's go But keep in mind I don't believe in time But I still set the record straight For sure. Just like I'm permanent But there's no return It's permanent Can't guard a march Bitch, I'm infinite Like the firmament You transcending You will experience turbulence I inspire with my single eye See, every day I sacrifice like I'm Jesus Christ When they divided the pies They took a secret slide Slice. Babylon is a leash for life. for life So do you freak out to teach them right. right Teach them how to live and how to fight. fight Teach them how to breathe and how to eat to live And not live to eat This is the rise of a new dynasty rise. New land to establish new economies rise. That's what I call financial alchemy It's for the ones that's coming after me Special forces for special resources. I swear we shining like them diamonds are gorgeous proportions. We be saving for rainy days in case of a shortage. Shit, we know they gonna hate, cause the stakes are enormous. Watch them informants. What you know about Cointel Pro? Say what you watch. Know. iPhones and Android. Say what you know. Hey, tell me what you stand for. Loyalty makes us roll. Oh, let it rain in time, the sun will shine again. Do it all solid, I remain, even on the holidays. Better put respect up on my name. Even when I'm walking with a cane, oh, what a shame. They must think that I'm some type of lame. No, I don't play them type of games. Told me money ain't a thing. If it was, I'd never change. Just the rise of a cane. Oh, let it rain in time, the sun will shine again. Do it all solid, I remain, even on the holidays. Better put respect up on my name. Even when I'm walking with a cane, oh, what a shame. They must think that I'm type of lame. Oh, I don't play them type of games. Hold me money ain't a thing. That's why I never change. It's the rise of a cane. Here I am.